0: Everyone and welcome back to the Reclaims Podcast. I'm Ellie Herringshaw and I am thrilled to be here with Joy Horikova. Hi. Hello. How are you? Oh, wonderful. I'm sitting in your beautiful home, and we're here to share about healing. Yes. You are incredible, by the way. So I met this I met this woman just a couple of weeks ago at the Reclaimed Community. This is a, a community of women that I lead, basically about healing from divorce. Yeah. And we met for the first time you came into my house and it was so exciting because you you truly carry the thing that you're named like (sighs) your name is joy and you just have this beautiful sense of joy about you and I'm just I'm thrilled to hear more about your story but then to share it with the listeners Yes. so how are you doing right now by the way
1: I I'm doing so well. I don't feel like I've ever been so peaceful, so happy. And I do just have to take a minute to say, Ellie, like when I found your podcast, I was so relieved and so just taken aback because I'm like, wait a minute, I'm not the only young 20 something who was divorced. Like I I felt like, you know, I was living in shame for some time. I was almost hiding and I, I found this this podcast, and I'm weeping, listening to it, going, oh my gosh, I'm really not the only one. Like, Yeah.
0: Well, and it's so good to hear, because yes. it's so easy to feel isolated in that, and I think that that's such a tactic that, that the enemy uses yeah. to keep us in shame, mm-hmm. to make us feel like we're alone, and we're not. Absolutely. So I'm really glad that you feel that way. Yeah. How did you hear about the podcast? This is a very interesting story.
1: <laughs> so I saw a play last autumn. And I ended up following one of the actresses on Instagram. And um, she's like, hey, this is my friend's podcast. You should listen to it. it she, she's telling her story about going through betrayal and divorce. And so I clicked on it. I found your profile. I'm like, wait a minute. This girl looks young. <laughs> wait a minute. So, oh, my gosh. That's so funny. Yes. I um was listening to it and being dramatic and emotional and crying, like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, her story's so beautiful. I can relate to elements of, you know, despair and and
0: panic. And And that, it sucks that you can relate to that.
1: Yeah, it really does. I, I mean, I still hate that this is a part of my story, but... I, I serve a God who makes beautiful things out of nothing. Preach! So I, I read the book. Um, it's not supposed to be this way by Lisa Turk. Oh my gosh! I wept throughout it's the entire. So good. Thing. She's talking about you know things shattered to what seems like dust. Yeah. But isn't that the element that God loves to use the most? Like, didn't He breathe Adam to life from dust?
0: Yeah. So from nothing He yeah. creates. Like, mm-hmm. He He creates not just beauty from ashes, but He actually creates from nothing. Yes. It's so amazing. So I love, I love the spirit that you carry. It's just so clearly the Lord and healing and redemption and joy and hope. Yeah. And so let's dive into your story, if, okay. what you care to share.
1: Yeah. So, well, I was on a podcast last summer mm-hmm. and I, I almost canceled at the last minute. I was just, I was nervous. I was vulnerable. Yeah. And let me tell you, God had his hand over my mouth and just in recording it. I like listening to it back. I almost, I'm like, how was I positive? How on earth was I, you know, so lighthearted and I didn't want to talk about it. It was uncomfortable for me to talk about, you know, the reaction was beautiful. People's encouragement was, was so stunning. But, um, you know, I was just, I was still in a bitter place. I was still overcoming. Mm. And I was afraid that if I, if I said too much, if I showed a little bit um too much emotion I'd, I'd lose it I would just start weeping and say things I regret so uh but you know God's really brought me out of that dark place
0: um so so, so did you feel like you were kind of putting on something yeah. like wanting to be in a place that you weren't necessarily at yeah well I knew that in telling my
1: story I was going to be helping someone who yes. was also yes. encountering heartbreak mm-hmm. and and tragedy so I didn't feel um necessarily uncomfortable I felt uncomfortable sharing my story, of course. Yeah. But I knew it was going to be helpful and it was going to be therapeutic for me. Yes. Um, yeah. So uh, coming out of that, looking back, I'm like, wow,
0: God had His hand over my yeah. <laughs> and like, and and there wasn't like, like you, It sounds like you don't regret that, no, that at no, all. Like I'm sure that there's so much fruit that came from that. Absolutely. But th- so thank you for doing this today. <laughs>
1: yes. Yes. Oh, I was so happy to and so honored. Good. Um. So. A little bit about my story um I was married to my best friend yeah um I'm not going to pretend that there was a ton of red flags because there weren't (laughs) there weren't many yeah so um you know we were married uh from the beginning I was working to support us while he pursued his passions which you know I loved and encouraged him in um it was definitely harder than I thought yeah I ended up Working so hard that I would get like joint aches, joint pains, excruciating migraines that were just debilitating, hmm. and I was sick all the time, yeah. all the time. So it was like stress in Absolutely. your life. Absolutely, was yeah. all stress built. Wow. Um, when I asked for that to change, when I asked for him to help me, I, I honestly felt laughed at. Hmm. Um, I felt really lonely. Um, and this was ongoing for for months and then years. Uh, I eventually did have to get pastors and and parents involved because I was just at a loss. I did yeah, not wow. know what to do. I was trying to shower him in love and I just felt alone and and mm. rejected in showing struggle or expressing an area of concern. I almost felt denounced like like it wasn't happening um
0: like your like your feelings were um inaccurate, yeah, yeah. based on nothing yeah that kind of thing just i, I do just want to interject here yeah. too um and I know that this is what, what you believe too, but I just want to communicate this to the listeners. Whenever we share our stories, we're not at all, we never want to share someone else's story. You know, this is art from our perspective. This Mm -hmm. is from your perspective. And I can see that you're walking in a place of forgiveness right now, which is so beautiful and so important. And, um, and so by sharing these things, we can't, We can't extend these were the motives of this person. Right. I do just want to give that caveat over your story. I'm not here to villainize anyone. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: I don't feel like he's going to do that to me. So, you know, I'm not here to make any stabs. Totally. Um, You know, from time to time, we would joke saying, I love you, hashtag death before divorce and it was oh wow it was almost like you know it was a term of endearment of course at that time because you know I I loved him I loved this man I vowed my life to him death before divorce but oh my
0: gosh that's wow that's heavy you know
1: but I got to the point where I I I felt that you know like I felt like I'm I'm killing myself in in Mm -hmm. asking for help and in in reaching out and um in in asking for my life partner to join our marriage Hmm. again. Um, I had never before had any kind of panic attacks or anything like that. And now I can attest I was so ignorant before. I had no idea how miserable these moments are. Yeah. You know, I found myself, I was clutching my my chest. I couldn't control my breathing. I would tell my body, no, 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 we will praise the Lord. Hmm. We will calm down and praise the Lord. And, you know, I'd, I'd calm myself down eventually, but I, I almost felt numb in these moments. Um, you know, yeah, if, I, real. if I relented or if I let myself show emotion, I, w- I would absolutely panic again. My body would convulse and um, I, I, I couldn't control. Wow. Yeah, it was it was very scary, very scary. Um, I actually got so stressed that my, my hair started to thin and fall out. Mm -hmm. So, um, I had, you know, doctors and, you know, chiropractors and people working on me saying, joy, you have to find peace in your life. This is getting really unhealthy and we're worried about you, that kind of thing. So, um, you know, people around me had noticed things. Yeah. Um, and I, I was embarrassed. I was absolutely embarrassed of what was going on at home. So I didn't talk about it, of course. I mean, who does, (laughs) you know? Um, so after years of feeling just betrayed and abandoned, just completely alone in the marriage, I was crying out to God in the middle of the night. And I was saying, God, God, do you see me? Can I be done now? Like, have I suffered enough? Like, God, can I be done now? Wow. And I didn't feel one ounce of shame. I did not feel like he was going to pound theologies of divorces wrong in my head. I didn't feel anger from him. Yeah. I felt like he met me as my dad in that moment. Like he lifted my chin and said, honey, I will be with you no matter what you do. Yeah. And in that moment, he honored me. Yeah. Like I'm put on earth to honor him.
0: Yes. And he's
1: turning around and showing me honor and love and compassion.
0: Yeah. I
1: I felt like
0: I felt hugged. Like he (laughs) hugged me, you know? Isn't (laughs) that just like the Lord though? Like he actually does that and... And I, what I love about this is that there is, there wasn't necessarily like, I mean, maybe I'm getting ahead of your story a little bit, but there wasn't necessarily this like breaking point. Right. But it was just, hey, this is, it, 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 there was a fork in the road. It was grueling. Yeah. There was a fork in the road of like, you can choose this or you can keep going. Yeah. And you can stay in this. And But but God does give us choices. Absolutely. He gives us choices with things and and here you are. Right. So you can continue with your story here. Well
1: (laughs) that's all right. In in the aftermath, you know, once the divorce was final, I it wasn't a intense moment. There was no I mean, I was sitting on the edge of my bed and I was saying, God, what am I going to do now? Like, what am I going to do with all this love in my heart? I I'm I'm grieving just yeah. grieving because divorce is not the the easy answer exactly it's it, not it's not a breakup it's a, it's a break off because something like, <laughs> i mean something that was a part of me is, yeah. is now gone and um it i don't feel like it was derived out of loneliness it was almost just shock like mm. i can sit back and, and be like what just happened you know totally so i'm going god what am i going to do with this love what am i going to do with this wow will i ever be the same yeah And again, he met me in those moments. And he said, no, honey, you're not going to be the same. You're going to be so much stronger. (laughs) And let me tell you. That's so good. Let me tell you what you're going to do with all this love. Let me tell you what you're going to do with all this praise. You are going to give it to the name above all names. Yeah. And I will increase your life and your land and what you have. I will meet you where you're at. So if you want to get on your knees and be broken, I'm going to come down there too. Yeah. I'm going to come down there and meet you. So... (laughs) In finding this podcast, I mean, even Mm. before I did, God was talking to me about reclaiming my space. Yeah. You know, I would say things like, you know, I don't think I could ever listen to Ben Rector again. (laughs) I don't think I could ever watch La La Land again. I don't think I could ever look at a vinyl record the same again because it just hurt.
0: It just brought back all that stuff. Yeah.
1: And I knew that's not how I was meant to live. I knew that I had to expose those issues. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in order to step away from that pain yeah. and create
0: a different perspective, create a new life absolutely because it 's a break off. I love that perspective that you just <laughs> said like it 's not a breakup when you 're in a covenant with someone you are tied to them yeah there is there's soul ties your your flesh becomes one it 's a beautiful thing and it's god honoring and it's so beautiful and the breaking off of that is not to be taken lightly and the the breaking off of your life trajectory with another person is serious and and then when god gives us those choices because it takes two willing parties to proceed in a marriage <laughs> you know it takes two willing parties two people going the hard direction of going towards each other and towards god and when when you're not going hard in the same direction there 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 needs to be choices made yeah and and I see you not that that wasn't the easy decision right to make that divorce to 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 proceed with that right but the step towards healing and then reclaiming your life as an individual as a single person is so beautiful exactly so say more about that I um, am that was for you
1: I I was reading a book called the mystery by Lacey Sturm and I read that every year okay it's really beautiful um she was in an emotional affair Mm. and um she's crying out to God going God everything reminds me of him everything reminds me of him rainbows we had a conversation once about rainbows now every time I see a rainbow I think of him yeah and God goes excuse me didn't I create rainbows as a covenant with with my people come on like didn't (laughs) it wasn't it wasn't him yes um that you were in love with at first it Mm -hmm. was the light of me in him you know, that you wow. were drawn to. So if you just come to me, I will restore this. Yeah. So I feel like in walking in close communion with Jesus in yeah. a personal relationship, not a rule book, I was able to face these things and say, all right, Lord, you gave me these things. Yes. We are going to create even better memories. Yep. Watching these movies, listening to this music, mm-hmm. walking down these streets. And I am not going to... Let the enemy trick me into being bitter because yep. it is just not in my DNA. I've never been a bitter or angry person. It's kind of hard to when your name's Joy.
0: Yeah, so, it's true. You carry it right, like yeah. Right. I just knew it was not in my DNA. So, but if, the enemy will will try to convince you that you should be absolutely that you that, that it's actually your right. It's like he's he. He, he brings all those lies to say like, no, you actually should be better and you should be these things. And, and I see that so, I mean, with so many divorced people that these things happen, that they just become better. Yeah. And it's a, it is a default, even if your name is joy, (laughs) like, because the enemy will try to convince you of that. But, but we have to actually choose the opposite. Absolutely. We have to choose the opposite spirit.
1: Yeah. And you know, I feel like when I was out with friends in the aftermath, they'd be like, head tilt how you doing? No, 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 Joy. How are you really doing? Hey, you can be honest with me. Yeah. You know, hey, you don't have to do that, you know, strong face thing that you do. I'm like, you know what? I'll, I want to be kind, but I do want to put a stop to that thought right there. I am doing so well. Yeah. I feel like even in weak moments. Yeah. God's like, remember, that's not your DNA. And this is how we fight our battles. This yeah, is, we were talking <laughs>
0: about that amazing song, fight, fight Your Battles. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah. I, think I, I know. know. I, I mean, it's it's all over the place. You should listen to it. But it's a beautiful song about this is how I fight my battles. You may think that I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. Yes. It, it may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded yes, by you. It's so beautiful. And it's such
1: a declaration. In in moments of worship, um, you had someone else on once that said um, – I think he was in church and a, and a woman came up to him and started mm-hmm. like speaking into his life.
0: Yeah, it's Austin Collins, his story. The
1: exact same thing happened to me. Oh I was gosh. in church, an older woman. She turns around and she goes, um, you're not wearing skin of shame. You know?
0: Oh my gosh. You are
1: going to, you know, that, that skin is shed and God's making new wine.
0: And yes. this
1: is not, she's like, I know nothing about your life. I'd never seen this woman before. And yeah. she's speaking that this is not my identity.
0: Yeah. Was that, was that shame something that you felt? Absolutely. What you know, was the, what was the shame?
1: It was self-inflicted. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, well, in the Christian community, you're not supposed to get divorced. Yeah. You know, you're also not supposed to, you know, swear and do a bunch of other things, you know, but
0: <laughs> I just, it's true. You know, I,
1: I just felt exposed, you know, we had a really public relationship, um, you know, he's really well known at the church we go to. Yeah. And, uh, I felt like walking through, I don't know. I used to sit right up front. I wanted to support the pastor. I wanted to, you know, yeah. be there and represent the church and worship Jesus and be an example. And now I'm hiding in the back. Like I actually, like, were you actually hiding in the back? Literally hiding in the back. A few times I went in and I actually had to watch the service from the, um, crying baby room. Yeah. Um, I just, I'd stand outside the door and go, all right, you're going to go in in three, two, one. No, no, no. Okay. No, let's try that again. Three, two. Nope. Nope. I can't go in this week. I can't yeah. go in this week, but at least I'm here. You know, that's I'm a, That's here. a win. I'll make it in next week. Uh, yeah, it was really hard. Um, and what Was
0: he, was he still going there at that time?
1: Yeah. For a while. Okay. He's moved now, but, um,
0: yeah, it was, it was very difficult.
1: I felt really, um, just heavy hearted and, yeah. you know, no I'm, doubt. I'm an outgoing person and, I just felt uncomfortable in my own skin but the second you know it took a complete stranger speaking into my hmm. life saying you know this is not your skin you're not wearing a skin of shame I, I love
0: that I love that visual I just think of um in Genesis 2 I think it's 224 Um, It's right before Adam and Eve sin. And it says that they were naked and they felt no shame. Right after they were created, they were naked and they felt no shame. I love that that's the thing that is said, like they're naked and they feel no shame. And then the immediate, right after they sin, they feel shame. They feel shame of their nakedness, they're exposed, and then they try to cover up. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, oh, I I gotta cover up these things. Then God comes in and covers them, gives them clothes, and and you know restores their their feeling of being exposed. I mean, it's it's so beautiful because Jesus comes and he takes our shame completely and puts it on the cross. I mean, it is there. We don't actually have to fight shame anymore. Right. We actually have to live unashamed.
1: Exactly. Because
0: we are back to the back to where Adam and Eve were where we are naked, we're exposed to one another, we're exposed to God. And we should feel unashamed because Jesus has taken it. Right. You know, I, I felt like at times
1: I felt blocked off from the verse, you know, I will give you the peace that passes all understanding Hmm. the peace that you can't explain. But I'm like, no, Lord, I, I know that verse is for me. Yeah. I'm praying for the peace that passes all understanding. And I felt like he gave me these, you know, intangible gifts. He was like, oh, sweetie, I have something for you. You are going to sleep better than you have in three years oh come on and And did you yes (laughs) yes I feel like (laughs) sleep is full of worship for me now like wow that's beautiful I've never slept so peacefully you know before I I I felt like oh yeah I can dream again now I can make plans for the future and follow through you know I just I I felt like this spiritual you know weight lifted off my shoulders and and it wasn't I am not, you know, shaming my ex or anything like that, but um I I do believe God's bringing redemption to his life in in yep. wherever um wherever he is and he's doing the same in mine. And that's Yeah. that's the biggest thing. That's all I can Yeah.
0: That's all you can but but that doesn't actually mean that you have to do find that together. Absolutely, yeah. Because if it's an unhealthy thing if you're not if it's if you're not safe emotionally, physically, mentally in a, in a relationship, it that doesn't mean that God can't restore that marriage. Mm-hmm. But there comes a choice where you can take a step and and yeah, I believe in restoration in marriages. Mm-hmm. That's not our stories. Right. That's and and even though we both took the step towards divorce, God has still blessed us. Right. He's still brought us to a place of peace and joy and hope where we are now. I it's love a, that. It's a severe joy. Like
1: I I <laughs> That sounds so, um, like oxymoronic, but mm. it's, it's just, I don't know how else to describe it. I, I've always felt, you know, an abiding state of happiness. I've always felt, you know, enthusiastic about life, but right now it is just a severe joy. Yeah. Like, were
0: were there moments while you were going through it that you just felt like you'd never get the joy back?
1: Yes. Hands down. Yes. Um, you know, in those moments where I'm thinking, Oh, death before divorce. Well, I I feel I feel dead. I feel mm. like something, um, like a light inside me had died, and I felt like this is going to be my life, and I'm just going to have to get over it. But that, that became the situation I was living in for for three years, where I constantly mm. felt pushed past it, make you yourself push past it. Years? Yeah, okay. yeah. And then uh, in the aftermath, right after, you know, I was very dark time. You know, I went into counseling. I. I strongly encourage counseling. It's so amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, me too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's had, so good. I had to go through some really painful things in that process. Yeah. Um, I had to acknowledge where the pain in my life was and, and how to get through with it. But yeah, I, I absolutely went through really dark times where I thought yeah. nothing was going to get better, but, um, I didn't stay there. I acknowledged those emotions, but I vowed not to stay there.
0: Hmm, I love that. Mm-hmm. So what were some things during your healing that you felt you needed to reclaim? Ah, uh, vinyl records. That's a long story. You don't have to go into yeah, it, but, but you can just, you can just share it. Yeah. Vinyl um, records. How, yeah. how did you, you don't need to go into why you needed yeah. to reclaim them. How did you choose to reclaim vinyl records?
1: Listening to them, buying them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we, you know, had a collection at one point um, that, you know, I no longer have. Um, so that um music like you know Ben Rector we would listen to him all the time he had our song Mm -hmm. um yeah and I remember thinking you know I I'm going to honor this artist I'm not gonna stop listening to him I love him he's really talented um you know the movies we'd watch together or the places we would Mm go I'm like you know what I'm going to go there and create better memories I'm going to laugh harder I'm going to listen with more intention Hmm. I'm going to go back to that front row in in church and support my pastors and be there and be fully present Um, live unashamed absolutely that's what it was I could acknowledge the pain and say all right acknowledge it I feel it I'm not sweeping it under the rug yep but I'm going to will myself to move forward
0: Hmm. I love that so much that's so good. So you're, I mean, you're you're in a place now of being open to share your story. Yeah. And not just open to share your story. You have something really super fun coming up. <laughs> so, Are you ready to talk about it?
1: Yes. I, over the past um, year, I actually wrote a book. Girl, come on. <laughs> it's so good. It is. And it's about, um, it's a poetry book. And it actually walks through... Um, the life of my marriage and the, um, disillusion of it and then the grief thereafter. So it's broken up into seasons. So, you know, the downfall of uh, the marriage was beginning of last year and, uh, I start there. It's really dark and I'm using really, you know, descriptive, um, wording in relation to the seasons that we're in. And, uh, then, grieving the aftermath, you know, saying, what do I do with this? What do what do I do now? How on earth am I going to move forward? And then finding that restoration. Um, So yeah, it's it's going to be out by the end of the year. I don't have an exact release date yet. But um, it is going to be really
0: exciting. And it is called I Was Married. I have no comment to that because I'm just sitting here totally stunned and so excited for you. Go, people, go follow her. Where can people follow you? I'm not done talking to you yet, but I want to be sure that people follow you on social media (laughs) so that they can find out when to get this book. And I love that it's poetry. Yeah. Yeah. I love that it's seasons okay we'll get to that in a second where can people follow you okay so they can get information about the book so I've been posting um updates
1: I have two Instagram accounts now and Um, they're so fun by the way like (laughs) I
0: love your Instagram
1: so my you know lifestyle account is MSP coffee and things and it's Uh, so fun yeah so I document you know um coffee and things Around (laughs) Minneapolis and St. Paul. Yes, it's the best. It's super exciting. Um, And then uh, that's that's gonna stay the same. That's gonna you know keep going with lifestyle and and Minneapolis happenings. Uh, But in regards to the book, um, my Instagram handle is joy h kova h k o v a.
0: Perfect. Uh, Yeah, and so then I'll be posting. Yeah, I'll be posting updates there. And that's so exciting. So so talk a little bit about why did you decide to write. Poetry with this, sure. So I actually, rather than a story, right? I went to a Bible college in
1: Australia called Hillsong, and mm-hmm. uh, I studied songwriting there. But I, I have no desire to be a musician. <laughs> I don't. <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like holding microphones and you know being in the center. But anyway, yeah. so I'm like, I, you know, as I'm going through all this pain, I was you know writing what I was feeling. I was using these metaphors, and looking out at, um you know piles of snow and just being inspired like that's how I feel I feel you know frozen like like the spark in me has died and then you know spring comes along and and it's gloomy and rainy and that's how I feel yes and then in summer I am going to sweat out these horrible toxins <laughs> <You know? laughs> and then in autumn yeah. everything changes and it's colorful and vibrant and if the seasons can shed off their their dead wounds why can't I and wow. if they can um you know, make beautiful colors and,
0: um, even at, yeah, after new, after, while, well, while things are dying off Yeah, absolutely. to survive winter. Yeah. You know, it's like if they can prepare for
1: a new season, why can't I? So that's what I'm going to do. So I chose poetry wow. because it's just really near and dear to my heart. I've read a lot of, a lot of poetry in the past yeah. few years. I'm really drawn to it. Yeah, uh, Dr. Seuss was my first uh, author that I ever fell in love
0: with him. So. I love Dr. Seuss. <laughs> I love the way he rhymes. So It's just, and it, it's so applicable to any stage of life. Right. Like, it really is. I mean, green eggs and ham, it's brilliant. Oh, the places you'll go. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, the places we'll go. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> One fish, two fish. <laughs> no, that's amazing. Um, yeah, there were so many moments in when I was going through my divorce, that seasons were such a, just such a pivotal representative of how I was feeling. And um, about about three weeks after I discovered the affair, I had a trip planned to the Dominican Republic with a friend. Wow. And it was great. But I I mean, I almost didn't go because I had just discovered this affair. It was just, I mean, it was really scary to tragic. go. So tragic. But I went anyway. And it just... I and it ended up raining the entire time. Oh. It, we had one sunny day, oh. and it was it was so sad. And I remember sitting there, being like, "Of course it's raining. Yeah. I'm in paradise, and it's raining. And this just feels so such an example of my life yeah. <laughs> that like nothing is like I thought it was. Not, everything seems gloomy and sad, but but the Lord was even showing me there to just find you know, find the silver lining in it, which was that I was in paradise. Like there can be things in everything we go through that we can find gratefulness in, that we can find his beauty in. And even though it was raining the whole time, God was there.
1: You know, he was in it, you know, sweet Maria Goff. She wrote a book called um, Love Lives Here. And she said, a lot of people think that paradise is a place where nothing bad ever happens. Mm -hmm. But look at Hawaii. It's made of lava explosions that, have now dried. And it's one of the most beautiful places on earth. So he can do that in your life too.
0: That's so good. That's so beautiful. I love that. So where do you feel your life is headed right now? So (laughs) you've, you've, you're in this state of joy. What are you hopeful for right now? I, I honestly feel like I'm
1: living my, my dreams. Like Hmm. At first, when it came to the book, I'm like, you know, maybe, maybe in the future, once this horrible season is over, maybe once everyone's forgotten, you know, once everyone's forgotten what's happened or what I've been through, maybe I'll consider it then. Hmm. But you know what? I'm going to be busy then. I'm going to be busy in a few years. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to, uh, you know, have more things to keep me busy, you know, down the road. Let's do it now. Yeah. So There's now, no better time exactly, than the present. Exactly. You know, I feel like in the last year I've I've worked really hard. I um, was like, oh, maybe, you know, I won't be able to travel now or maybe I won't be able to, you know, live alone or, you know, so on and so forth. And it's just been the total opposite. So now I, I'm looking forward to dreaming. I'm yeah. looking forward to writing a second book. I'm looking forward to traveling more yeah. and crossing things off my bucket list. I I feel like everything about the future now I'm excited about. Yeah. And nothing about the future made me excited before because it just looked so dark. But now just yeah. everything um, I just can look at with a new perspective and it's all because of having a personal relationship with Jesus. Yeah. All because that's, that's how I fight my battles is through relationship with Jesus. I feel like I can look any, um, shadow of death in the eye and say, my savior went through this. Yeah. My savior went through this and conquered it. If, if, the devil himself wanted to look me in the eye. I, I want to say, excuse me, don't you have a scar on the back of your neck that, Come night, on. that my Jesus gave you?
0: Yeah. You know He has
1: crushed your head. Exactly. I, I don't feel fearful. I feel free.
0: Wow, that is amazing. I love that you have that perspective. So what would you say to someone that is in your position right now that or in your position that you were in, in feeling dark and feeling right. despair and feeling alone?
1: The Bible says, if you are among the living, you have hope. And if you are living and breathing right now, there is hope. The pain will end. Put on some worship music. Lift your hands to heaven and talk to God. Yeah. He is never going to abandon you. He is never going to leave you or shame you. He is there as your father. Yep. Um, just walk in close relationship with him. I do not think I would have made it through my horrible season um, in a positive way without him. And, um, you know, my goal is not, you know, to come here and preach. is just to share what I'm passionate about. And I am so passionate about Jesus. Yeah. And I don't feel like I would be healed and restored and in this positive place if it weren't for... Um, His story of redemption. Yeah. You know, so uh, it would just be to walk in close communion with him. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because his arms are so wide open. Yeah. He is never shaming us. He's always bringing us towards redemption and towards the place that he wants us to be, which is right with him, right with that communion. Yeah. That's so beautiful. and That's wonderful. Wonderful encouragement. And you can preach anytime because... (laughs) come on like you've got it like you have that spark you love the Lord and I love that too like we we can't help it like it just oozes out of us when we've experienced his redemption when we've experienced his healing we can't help but like share it with people absolutely I love that that is just so a part of your story and so apparent in your life Mm -hmm. so you you've shared where people can follow you on um on Instagram and any anything else like you want to plug while you're here i don't i don't the book
1: <laughs> okay the book is called i was married and it yeah. is going to be out this year 2019 uh aiming for autumn don't know if that's going to be yeah. september or november but uh i will be posting regular updates Perfect. um on the joy h kova um
0: page and I guess that's about it. I am a really friendly person. So reach out and say hi. Yeah. And definitely follow. People should follow you on the on the coffee one, sure, too. Sure, sure. That's because MSP coffee and things because it's really fun. It is I like fun. that one a lot, too. Yeah. So and, and so thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing your <laughs> story you. of redemption and healing. I'm so grateful to the Lord that that he brought you into my life and how cool that somebody had shared the podcast and not that I want to put myself up on a p- pedestal or something, but. But if your story can be helpful to someone else, like we never know what people are going through. Bring it up. So if this is, if this is something that resonates with a listener, share it with a friend, like share it on social media because, because this is a story of healing. And that's what, that it's just like the enemy to try to keep us isolated and alone, but we're not, we're so not alone. Yes. And amen. So we can be 20 somethings and divorced and living in freedom. Yes. So Thank you so much, listeners, and um, thank you, Joy, for being here. Thank you. All right. You guys have a wonderful week, and I will see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Reclaimed Podcast. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to the podcast and rate it on iTunes. If you're interested in partnering with the Reclaimed Podcast financially, you can do so on my Patreon page. Remember, you're not alone. There is hope, and we'll see you next week.